Hey there, this is Alan Carroll with Ice Media Entertainment. I recently got invited to a Philadelphia Soul game, and it was amazing. I've never seen anything like it, full of energy, the fan participation, and it was so family-oriented. I was really impressed and just completely blown away at the same time. A huge supporter of the team, Linda Lane, introduced me to a few of the players, one of which is James Romaine, who I have with me right now. James, thank you so Hey, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate it. No problem. Anytime. Great. James Romaine is a defensive back for Philadelphia Soul. So people, you know, people probably already know that about you. Tell me something they don't know about you. Um, basically, I'm a big, huge music fan. Um, what type of music? Uh, I like, I like hip hop. So I like Jay-Z, I like J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, you know, the guys that, you know, can relate to me and stuff that I've been through. Okay. You know, type guys. I also like R&B, old school R&B. Though. 90s R&B? Yeah, 90s R&B. I, li- I, like, I like a little bit of the 80s because, you know, I grew up on that. I'm, I'm an 80s baby, so my mom, is she grew up in the 60s, and the, well, she was born in the 60s, so she grew up in the, you know, partying and stuff in the 80s, and she, you know, when I growing up, she had, you know, um, uh, Keith Sweat and Guy and all of them, them, them guys uh, playing. <laughs> I was just kind of, I was dancing, you know. That's why I'm so energetic and dancing now on the field. <laughs> I, I I like the '90s R&B with like 112. Yeah, 112. Uh, then you got uh, Boys the Men. Right. Who else you got? You got uh, who else you got in the '90s? You got a couple. We, you do, you do. I, I do. I and and they they have them on that TV uh, show, um, unsung sometimes too. So, um, yeah, yeah. and we and we got to interview Deron Jones. Um, he had a new CD coming out a few years back, and we got to sit down with him. And so that was kind of cool. Um, so other than music, anything else you want to share with us? Um, basically, you know, I have a, a train athlete. Okay. So you know, I have the thing with you know giving back to the to the community and stuff like that. So I like to polish you know these young guys' uh, feet work. So I have a, a, a company called Sweet Feet University. It's a little athletic company that I put together. So you know, guys come out and I basically critique you know their movements on how they move, how quick their feet are, you know their balance. You know, I, I basically work on them and, and whatever they need to work on, we, we try to. You know, work on their strengths and their weaknesses at the same time. That is awesome. Um, I want to I, I, I want to get back to you on that Sweet Feet University, but going back more so to you, um, if you had something like one thing or the main thing, what would be the main thing you would want people to take away about you or, or what you stand for? Basically, you know, I, I'm a big guy with respect, integrity, and, and loyalty. You know, because it, it, it's a lot of untrustworthy people out here, and there's a lot of people lying and trying to get over on people. And Absolutely. I'm, and I'm real big in looking people in the eye and speaking to them and not blinking. Right. Know, and, and and I feel respect is, is, is huge in, in, in today's world, and it's not preached. It's not shown on TV. It's not shown in music. And a lot of people take respect for granted. They do. They don't know how to give it, and you got to give respect in order to, to get respect. And a lot of people just think they have to receive respect from someone without giving it. So if I shake my hand out to you, I respect 
I expect you to put your hand out, shake my hand firmly, look me in my eye, introduce yourself, and I'm going to introduce myself back and let you know exactly who I am. So you, so you know what, James? I love that. I think I want to have you back and we talk about, we have a whole topic about respect because I could sit here and talk for another 30 minutes just on that topic alone because that's a big thing with me as well. Um, so, you know, I, I might be knock, knock, knock on your door again and saying, hey, James, let's do, let's do a segment on respect. Um, so... You 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 decided to be um, part of the arena football over like other leagues. Like, what what made you decide to do that, and what do you feel your successes are by playing in arena football? Well, back uh, I graduated college back in uh, well, my last year playing was two thousand and nine, and you know I was done with football, and you know my friends were like, "Hey, bro, you, you got to get back on the field." And I was telling them guys, "Right now I'm done with football," so. I ended up playing, you know, semi-pro football. You know, that's a local team in the neighborhood. A couple guys that's, you know, the old school legends, you know, the high school legends that played, and they try to, you know, live their high school glory days. But um, I started playing for a team called the New York Falcons in New York, and um, I played for them for a year. We actually won a championship. Um, I felt like I was a big success with them. So, you know, it, it kind of gave me the love for the game back in. One of my best friends, uh, Tyron Hurst, he actually got signed to a team in the uh, indoor football league. It's, a IF, it's, it's um, the IFL. It's a lower league that's in um, underneath the Arena Football League. Okay. So I was out there in Alaska for uh, a season, and you know he, he he told me that the coach needed somebody to play in my in my position, and he asked him who was the best guy that he know, and he said me. And I'm gonna go. Seize opportunity. When that time came, I was so nervous. And then another one of my friends, Emmanuel Green, he came over and he just told me, like, hey, bro, man, you was born to play football. Like, go out there. Like, I want you to play football. You know, he was like, I don't, I can't play football right now. And I want to live my dream through you. So, you know, that gave me the motivation to get on that plane and, and go out to Alaska. You know, we, we was, I think, four hours, five hours behind in New York. Right. And, you know, when I got out there, it was just, you know, cold. And I played out there for a year. And I took my talents out to Green Bay, uh, out to the Green Bay Blizzard, well, with the same head coach, uh, Robert Fuller. You know, I played there. Then I put a, a highlight tape on YouTube. And then I got a phone call from Coach Dozell. And... Everything else is history. I've been playing with them since 2013. And, um, no, I felt that was a, a blessing. And I appreciate Coach Dozel for that. So it was, it, it's been a long road from, you know, 2011 starting with Alaska and, you know, getting there and working to Green Bay and then, you know, finally getting my break to come back to the East Coast and play close to home. You know, I, I feel like that's a, a huge blessing. It really is. Um, now, what did what did you take in college, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I studied uh, mass communication, broadcast journalism. I should have took uh, sports management or something like that. Okay. Or, um, or TV production because, um, you know, I, I do a little bit of acting on the side. Okay. So, um, yeah, so uh, me, and, me and a few other guys were in a, a TV show on NBC. It's called The Rise. Um, it's, it's, it's a huge show. Like it's, it's getting a lot of publicity right now, a lot of commercials, a lot of uh, a lot of trailers and stuff like that on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, 
But yeah, we, we, we did that on the off season, and um, I was with another show um, called Diet Land. I did uh, a show, just 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 one show um, on that season, on the first season of that show. Uh, that show. Do you, do you feel like you want to maybe do some film as well? Yeah, um, I do want to act because I have a, a wonderful smile. I believe. You know, like, well, you know, you actually do. I mean, because I was kind of like, you know, Linda was trying to introduce me to everybody. And I was like, I don't know if they want to get introduced to me. But that was one of the things that I remember about you is that you were warm and inviting your smile. And, so, and that's important. You know, people don't realize thank that. So, so I, 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 I appreciate that. Okay. I'm a, so thank mama when after the interview, go kiss mama. <laughs> Awesome. I, I have a few people that write scripts, so I'm gonna. I, I might be sending them your way because they they've been trying to uh, get a couple of film productions off the road. So um, I like connecting. I know I like connecting dots. I'm glad you mentioned that. If if you, if we hadn't had this conversation, I would have never known that. Um, I want to get back to the Sweet Feet University. So is this like a? Is it? I want to understand. It's like a business of yours that you have, Sweet Feet University. Yeah, it's a training company. Um, I look to make it a little bit bigger than what it is, and just training. Okay. So uh, I don't want to give out all the tools, but um, I basically want to make it into a school. Okay. You know, so um, I got the business um, license and stuff like that. You know, not too about a year ago, and um, you know, I just get kids. I mentor them. You know, I, I always tell them that it's grades first and it's respect over everything because you got to respect your teacher in order to go into class to want to do the work. Right. You got to respect your parents at home in order to be respectful when you go home or to, to school. Right. To sit in front of a teacher that you don't know. So, you know, I just try to mentor the guys and, and try to keep them on the right track because I didn't have, you know, a lot of guys doing that for me. I had a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but I had one guy or two guys here, you know, that was out there that didn't know me personally. That wasn't a family member to do that for me. Right. You know, just doing that, it, it makes me feel good as a person, besides everything else, just besides the training, to see a kid take what I'm telling him and utilize that, you know, in his everyday life that he takes on, you know? I'm glad that you said that because that's what our magazine New League is all about is is, is featuring people like yourself that want to help young men because I feel like I don't know I could be wrong but I'm the mother of a male child and I feel like you know sometimes girls girls need instruction too but I feel like girls some kind of some kind of way they just get it and I think boys really need some type of mentor a good mentor let me put that in there um, to guide them I think boys I think boys young men need that so yeah they do because. Not to say nothing, it's a lot of guys that, you know, they, a lot of guys my age, I know personally wasn't, you know, raised right because of the music, like I mentioned earlier, and what they were seeing on TV. And right. There wasn't a lot of, you know, male figures that was really positive. Positive. Everything was, everything was, you know, 
shoot them up, bang, bang, sell drugs, you know, uh, I'm going to be a pimp or, you know, I'm going to uh, run away from home and, you know, be on my own. I'm grown and disrespected parents and stuff like that. It was just a whole lot of wicked, wickedness going on on TV. But at the end of the day, you got to know to separate what's reality and what's fake. And it takes a guy like myself and, you know, other guys on my team and other guys in this league and even guys that's, you know, in, in, in a higher success or in a higher, you know, atmosphere than, than I am. They, they got to reach down to the younger guys because that's where it starts at. It all starts with change with the with, with, with the younger generation. And if you can't change their minds, then the next generation after that and the next generation after that will be toxic and, you know, corrupt. That is so true. So how would somebody, you know, as of right now, I know you want it to be bigger, but as of right now, how would somebody find you or connect with you to be a part of your of, of this university? Um, you know, you can follow me on uh, on Instagram at uh, the number two, then spell out five, get live. That's my personal Instagram. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's my personal Instagram. Or you can um, follow my Facebook as well, James Romaine. Okay. Or you can... Follow or subscribe on my YouTube page, Sweet Feet University. That's all one word. Um, I have a bunch of um, videos up there. You can look at them. You can take the workouts if you need them. Um, you can hit me up if you need workouts. I'm in the Jersey, Delaware, Philadelphia, and New York area. Um, soon I'll have uh, Georgia as well, Atlanta, because I have one of my guys out there for my team, Ryan McDaniel. He's out there. Um, and he's a part of Sweet Feet. He has the um, company Sweet Feet South. So, oh, you know, awesome. um, you have branches like that. Did you thinking like that? Metro South, West Coast, East Coast. Yes, yes, yes. It's all about branching off. You can't just, you know, you got to start off small. But you know, it's all about having all of them avenues and networks because you know a lot of people gonna see it and they gonna want work. But if I can't get to you, I, I can have somebody, you know, point you to somebody that'll get you right. Right, right. And then you have this this group, I guess it's a group affiliation called Scrap City, or if I'm saying it wrong, correct me, but that's what I have on here, Scrap City. Tell me what that is. Well, Scrap City is a, it's basically a saying. So us DBs, well, most DBs, they call themselves, you know, when, when you when you have good coverage on a receiver and and you get a pick or something, he can't get, get open or run his route correctly, and he's just frustrated, you say you strapped up. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, you know, we like the party in, in, in Philly and, it's, and we like the party, you know, downtown, Center City and Market Street, stuff like that. So we just took Center City and Straps and Philadelphia being a city, you know, brotherly love. So we took all of that, put it all together and we just came up with Strap City. And, you know, I got my guy Dwayne Hollis, you know, he was a defensive back of the year. I played with a guy, Tracy Felton. He was also a defensive back of the year. Um, I got Larico Stevenson, Joe Goosby. I got Torres Jones. I got Robert Brown, Bryce Peeler. You know, I, I love my guys back then. You know, they take pride in coming on the field and trying to make plays and embarrass receivers. And, you know, it's 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 an offensive game, but, you know, you will you, make a couple plays here and there. Can you do this whole game? Like, and we take pride in that. And it's not going to be an easy matchup when you come over here to Strap City. And you know, we not we not trying to be cocky or anything. It's just us being prideful of what we do and how we approach the game of football. 
I think that it's a way to to motivate each other. Is how I see it. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And we definitely have a competition too. We got a little pot. We got a little pot, um, a little jar in um, Coach Bernie's office. If you drop an interception, you got to drop a quarter in it. And that's just for practice and game. Well, some games, like we rarely drop picks in games, but you know we drop a lot of picks in practice because you know we taking chances and try to dial all over the place. But if you know if you touch your hand or you drop the interception, you know you throw a quarter in there. You probably got about 40 bucks in there right now. So that's how proud, like, powerful we are and, you know, taking pride in our game and going and approaching it. Like, if you drop something, and you got to pay, you know, if you make a mistake. And where does the money go? Like, in this, this, this is, I guess it's in a can, but, you know, do you, are you donating it afterwards or, or what? Um, we, we, we haven't really decided what to do with it yet. Okay. You know, so we just, you know, we just throwing quarters in there right now. I'm actually looking, I'm actually looking at my 75 cents right now, and then I got to put in the jar. You messed up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had three drops in. So I was told that you did, like, this winter coat drive this past winter. I was wondering, like, you know, how successful was it? What cities did you do it in? Do you want it to be, like, an annual event? Because I thought that was awesome that you did something like that. Yeah, it was real dope. It was real fun. I had a uh, couple of my friends help me, you know, collect the coats. Um, but it was it was it was real cool, you know. Um, I gathered up a couple coats. Uh, I, I did the coat drive out where I'm, where I'm from. I was born and raised far Rockaway, New York. Um, I did it at uh, a shelter on 63rd Street. I'm not. I forgot the name of the shelter, but it's not too far from my house. Um, did it there. I, I gathered up. Um, it was close to about 200 coats. Wow. 200 coats. Wow. It was close to about 200 coats. Uh, I got it from a, a bunch of fans, a bunch of, a bunch of my family members, um, friends, you know, people that I, that I didn't know from the VFW over here. I forgot the town. Um, oh man, I forgot these people's name, man. Oh man. Sorry if y'all listening. I'm, I'm sorry, but I really appreciate y'all. I really appreciate y'all for donating. Um, but it, it, went, it went really well. It went really well. And I plan on doing it every year. Every year. So, like, every year. That is awesome. This is something that I feel that people need. You know, they, they do. Need love. They do. They do. I might be coming to you for some advice for some advice for something I want to do um, here in Richmond for, for, for children, something like that, coats and shoes and things like that. So, yeah. Um, Planning on doing something for the kids for going back to school. I want to do like some book bags and or sneakers. Okay. But, you know, sneakers is hard for kids because you know they grow out of sneakers so quick. They do. They do. You know, so and by the time they get the sneakers in the summer, their feet might grow by the right, September. right. Because. So, I was thinking the same thing about shoes. I had some other negative thoughts. I don't know if I want to mention on this radio, but I just, you know, there's some things that could happen with getting them shoes and things like that. So um, just because of the times we live in, you know, so. so I, want, I wanted to do like a, a backpack school supplies thing. And um, I'm actually planning on doing something before the season is out. Me and a couple of uh, the DBs in Strap City. We're going to go to Philadelphia and give out some uh, food and stuff. So hopefully the cops don't mess with us. That's right. Because we see, as we see the people and stuff. It's it's a lot of people that need help. So we it, it, it really is. 
That's awesome. You were doing some really great things. I'm proud of you. Your mom's proud of you too, I'm sure. So keep it up. Oh yeah, she 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 brags about me all the time. She brags about me. I love I love my mama. I love her. It's it's nice it's nice when us mamas can brag about our boys. Yeah, I tell her don't do it too much though. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you know, so you know you know, I, like, you know, when I go home, like, my mom goes shopping and stuff. She'd be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go pool shopping. One come. You know, I'd be like, mom, let's go. But I'd be like, mom, what you doing? She'd be like, nothing. Want to go to the mall? I'll get you something. Oh, I'll be dressing 20 minutes. You know? <laughs> I take her to the mall. Then, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I try to be low-key. You know, I, I'd probably go get her something. Right. She loves Pandora bracelets and stuff like that. Pandora charm. Right. So we go to Pandora. And... She tell the same people all the time, hey, my son played professional football. They be like, who, him? I be like, all right, here we go. Can we get an autograph? And they want to take pictures. And they want to show me their daughters and stuff like that. Like, oh. Trying to marry you off, right? Yeah, I'm like, come on. Come on, you're doing too much. But I love her, though. I love her. I love her. Oh my goodness. She she's just proud of her boy, that's all, you know. But just to wrap this up, you know, I like setting goals for myself, short term and long term. So just out of curiosity, where do you see yourself in five years and then in ten years? Well, five years, hopefully I'm still playing, dominating it. Okay. I'm still gonna run with the young guys that's out here running these running like bears. But um within ten years, hopefully I'll be coaching, mentoring. You know, somewhere, you know, uplifting people, you know, because like I said before, I'm just a positive person and giving light to people and trying to bring the best out of them and helping them find passions and stuff like that. So within 10 years, hopefully I'm a coach somewhere, helping these young guys elevate themselves and being a mentor somewhere. That's awesome. I'm a, I, got, I got some people I'm going to send your way if you go that route and, and to your university. Okay. 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 James, yep. thank, thank you so much for this time. It was so great to speak with you, and I hope we get to speak again about that segment about respect. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll schedule that maybe off-season. And, All right. um, you know, you go out there and do your thing. I'm a full supporter of you. All right. Thank you. Enjoy your day. You're so welcome. You take care.